Live from the Pathway Studios in Johnston proper, you are Live from the Path. Live from the path, we're covering the Pathway Studios here, Johnson Proper. What are you saying? I try to start up a conversation. Everybody act like they got big stuff going on. Don't want to talk to Mike. I can't. I I got the headphones on. I can't hear. I'm busy. Yeah. Man, he's looking for Booba. Yeah, he's going. He's not. He's not in the shot. I can only find Booba. I'm wearing a black shirt today, so I'm blending in with the wall. It's my camouflage. It's not working. It's all good. People don't need to see me. Anyway, my, my fiance is going to be upset, but that's it. Go ahead and cover this while I'm working on the booba. You're listening to Live from the Path on LiveFromThePath.org. Here's the deal. The website traffic's down. What the heck? Yeah. What'd you do to it, deal. Mike? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, uh, to be honest, I've never visited it, so I don't actually know. <laughs> you never visited our website? <laughs> have you been on our website, Dan? I, like once or twice. <laughs> I, I forget we have us? a website, you know? I'm, oh, yeah. Yeah, I never go there, boo. See, here's the problem. I try to, like, even on Facebook, I try to, like, I'll share something or, or I'll want to like it. It's like, then I'm liking it as life in the path. I'm like, eh. Yeah. On my PC, I can figure out how to not be life in the path, but for some reason on my phone. Yeah, Ben, what, what, that's the problem with having three or four admins. Only one admin likes it, and then all of a sudden you can't like it personally. You're supposed to be distracting people, not dragging me into this conversation. All right. T- tell us, tell us a story, Ben. I, 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 wait, a <laughs> so wait, you're liking it. F- you should be able to choose who you can like it from. If you're sometimes I can like on my little. It depends. Sometimes I can find like, yeah. oh, just switch to me, and, and sometimes I can't. And like on my pathway stuff, I can switch it. I, I don't know. I haven't figured it's it out. It's been a pretty it's slow different. week on our social media page, which is weird. After Buva took it over last week, he was yeah, supposed you to be on gangbusters, be blowing up. Crazy. You know, it's kind of crazy. Is I totally forgot that we had that conversation. Yeah, I'm wow. not gonna lie to you, fellas. It meant a lot. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it, like it really. Me did. and Dan and Ben were waiting at our computers with bated breath, trying to watch our numbers man, blow up. My social media did pretty great this week, actually. Yeah. I really, I, I think I got like, I, I probably got 400 likes altogether. 400 likes. Yeah. Man, I post a picture of my kids. I get like six likes. <laughs> well, I, I updated my profile for the year. <laughs> I updated my profile picture, and, and posted a picture that said that it was five months till my wedding. And then we released our our wedding hashtag. What is it? It, the bells are dinging. That's beautiful. All right, now here's the deal. My my fiance's last name is Belanti, and my last name is Ingledinger, not Buva, like everyone seems to think. And so, wait, people refer to you as Troy Buva? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's yes. way wrong. Troy never once called you that. Troy Buva the third. You're absolutely right, man. I I, I can't believe I I forgot it. <laughs> And so I, I came up with this like right after we got engaged because we started talk, she started saying we need a hashtag. And like immediately I said the bells are dinging. And she goes, no, it's awful. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I mean, okay, baby. I, 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 whatever. I'm not really <laughs> that invested that in the in hashtag. Did you say that in your sarcastic tone like you okay, just did baby. right there? I totally did. I'm like, whatever, baby. Yeah. And so I, hate that. I, was, not, <laughs> I was not re- super <laughs> invested in, in, in whether or not she liked it or not. I'm going to write you down for counseling two years. Probably yeah, right. yeah. from, you I appreciate that, hashtag placate. <laughs> that, that's actually a very valid point. And so, <laughs> and so I, I didn't really care too much. And so she asked me, she asked me last week. She goes, hey, have you put any more thought into our wedding hashtag? Oh, oh, that's, a, that's a red light right there. Why right. I need to? Of course yeah, I do. Exactly. <laughs> and so I, I said, you a gym. I said I, I'm going to be honest, babe. I, I came up with the one, and you didn't really like it, so I, I kind of stopped putting think on it. I figured you'd come up with something that you liked and would ask me about it eventually. And she goes, wait, what was yours again? 
And I said, the bells are dinging. And she goes, I don't know if time has changed something, but I kind of like it now. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if I trust that you like it now or if it's just too late for you to think it's something else that you do like and you're trying to just redeem it. And I just think it's go, like a song. I, I can hear it. a song once or twice and think, eh. And like and a month is my favorite song yeah. ever in the history. Yeah. And maybe that's Or yeah. like when all you have in the refrigerator is Cherry 7-Up, you're like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so the wedding hashtag I came up with. anything else right now, but this is all we got. The wedding hashtag I came up with is like Ben having Cherry 7-Up or Mike having Cherry 7-Up in his fridge and then finally seeing like an RC Cola. And going, ah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that makes sense. That's kind of a good metaphor for yeah. everything I offer the world, and so that's kind of fair. Yeah. Um, bells are no, so we put the bells are dinging, bells and dinging. I updated my profile picture, and she updated the hairs. It was really cute. And you got so some likes. We got a co- got a couple likes. Yeah. You could have put that on the pathway page or the pa- the life in the pathway. Yeah. Page. I, here's the deal: if y'all want me just to start copying and pasting the stuff that I put on my own Facebook and Instagram, and put it on ours, green. I will. Because I made bacon this morning. Like I, I, I'm starting to cure bacon. bacon. That's. Bacon always get likes. Yeah. I, okay. To, here's the deal. I will make some. I will make some live from the path bacon because I have a brand that I can actually like put out the the letters to, and I can I can brand the bacon live from the path bra- nice. bacon. I, you gotta do it quick. I'm kind of almost down. amazed that you feel like we had some kind of standard that would keep that <laughs> off our social media page when right now we've got three followers <laughs> and all three of them are Jeff Arendelle who keeps spelling his name wrong and starting new Instagram accounts. Okay, here's that's probably totally fair actually. All right, all right, here's the deal. Fine, we will have. I'll put my bacon posts online from the past face uh, Facebook and Instagram. Mm. Yeah, that seems to be the right idea. We, we mm. put in our our pathway group a, a bacon thing where it had like five strips and counted it, you know, they cooked at different levels and you had to vote on which what number. Yeah, that part had more conversation than anything we've ever done in, ever. Man, doesn't that yeah. be great? Bacon. Yeah. Hey, you know that Jesus guy? Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah. Hey, which bacon, bacon is the four. best? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's the great bread. I'm a yeah. four point five. That's right. I'm a three, and I will slit your throat if you don't <laughs> like. Just it. say you're a four point five to like super crispy. Oh, I love. I, I should be able to hold. That's almost burnt. Tip. Oh yeah. Whatever, Dan. Fine, we're putting bacon content on our Instagram and Facebook. Then you can crumble it and put it in salad. You, you get bacon bits for that. You enjoy real Ooh. bacon. Oh, whatever, man. Hey, how do you like your steak cooked? Medium well. Well, medium. Is well. it medium well? It, uh, yeah, medium well. There's yeah. so much. There's so much beauty in I medium. Know. I, know. And I medium have a friend rare. who doesn't blue, which just makes me almost. I up. love blue rare steaks. Yeah. That's what I eat. I almost threw up. If it's cold in the middle, I love it. What does that mean? What's blue? Like you blue rare is is, is barely seconds. touched, seared on the outside. It's cold on the inside. Like sushi. It's yeah, it's sushi. if you get good, so if you get really good high quality beef, I'll do blue rare. Yeah. And if I if I don't really know the beef, I'll do medium rare. And if I know the beef but it's not great, I'll do rare. You mean like you have a name for it? Hey Betsy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If I have <laughs> if a personal relationship, <laughs> as in if I know, if I know the people who provide it, if I know the the the, the people that provide the beef in in general. Is this yeah, what yeah. you're going to do on our social media? Because I can't listen. This to This is talk literally this way. what I just said. You guys want to hear? <laughs> no, but I other people want to hear. It. This is what boggles me about the world. I can take thirty seconds of you, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, no, no. The rest no. of the world thinks you're fantastic. <laughs> no, here's that's the greatest thing I've heard all day, and I appreciate the honesty in that because that's totally true in my social media. Everybody's like, man, Troy's just a great dude. Or excuse me, Booba's just an awesome guy. I love it. I can't believe you did that. Booba, you've been the best guy I've ever met. Someone called me last week, or someone told me last week that I'm the best dude they've ever met. Holy and then I'm cow. like, man, you don't know oh. me at all. Yeah. No. You know nothing. And I'm not even making that statement up. That is serious. Someone looked me in the face and just said, I can't believe I said a self deprecating statement just out of a joke. And he goes, 
man, don't say that about yourself. You are literally the best guy I've ever met in my life. And I'm yeah. like, I don't think I've ever trusted you less than this moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, we've been through some stuff, man. I we've been through some situations. The path. Yeah. <laughs> right. here, literally. I've never trusted anyone less than you right this second for going, you're the best guy I've ever met. Yeah. You need to meet more people. Oh. Mike, we don't want to. We don't. The, the, these people move us talking about whose attention we're going to gain for him posting stuff. They're like the eye of Sauron. You don't want that stuff. You don't want them looking over here. The, the, the what? Yeah. It's the eye from the Lord of the Rings that looks at people. Oh. The eye of Sauron. I thought you said the eye of Sara like it was some weird Farsi <laughs> no. group that I didn't know no. about. It's the eye of Sauron. You don't want their attention. Yeah, you no, totally actually, don't want the eye of Sauron. Sounds like you said it again. <laughs> the eye of Sauron. <laughs> That's why I'm like, is like there a, something else in the news that I don't know about? Like that there's some weird sword you get from Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, I, have, I have finally bought... The Ayasara. <laughs> Sushi Ayasara. If we have not grown in social media over the past month with nothing to do but social media with the COVID thing, yeah. we're, we're, we're terrible. Yeah. We yeah. should have like grown by Straight triples or there. something, you know? Yeah. Well, by triples, so we'd have 18 people? <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! That's mm. disgusting. All right, fine, Bova. It's yours. Oh, all right. Yeah, this is recorded, so fine. Yeah, I mean, I said the same thing last week, and you came up with some kind of, what was it? I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. I forgot that's that's that happened. That's a valid point. But again, I thought I had to come up with like relevant stuff that everyone's going to care about, not just me posting bacon <laughs> yeah. pictures. You ain't done that since you've been on the show. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed entirely. I don't usually offer things any good. Hey, did anyone complain about my 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 uh, greeting card to Jesus? No, or anything at all. They don't want your show. Dang it. Uh, yeah, no, no. People, please call us and complain. It's a complaint line. That's a 515-517-0085. Okay, here's what I want you to do. Call or text the complaint line, 515-517-0085, and just give me a basic more bacon or, or less bacon on our on our Facebook, Instagram feed. That's all I want. You want more bacon? Boova will deliver. Yes. You want less bacon? You're Because you're not part of the Sauron group? Then you say, <laughs> you, you, you tell me no. The I was like, is there some fourth group I don't know about? There's the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Essene, and the Ayasara. Here's what I'm going to be all right with. If someone wants to manufacture an Ayasara and swap out the thrift store priest for that Bible one week out of the, out of the month, I'm all right with that. You can put a sword on them. Okay, so you said that was 515-517-0085? yeah. All right, cool. All right. Yeah. I'm putting it in my phone, too. Yeah. Ayasara. Here's, here's, here's what I realized. This <laughs> stupid quarantine. I've been hanging around at home with my wife and my kids or whatever, and like I ain't made fun of nobody in like a week. <laughs> this is good for the soul. I, I mean, I drove here all randy, ready to start, <laughs> ready to start making fun of people. In I the thought second he got out of his truck, that's right. He insulted Boob and I both within, within like ten seconds. Within, he looked me in the face as I got out of my car, and I got and I got it from him. The and then he told me he, he looked me and he says, "You know what your problem is? I think I figured out the pro- the the." Rid of most of your problems. It's been a while since you've had your butt correctly kicked or something like that. Now Mike is five foot two and a hundred and eight pounds soaking wet. I've had a sandwich bigger than him, and he looked me in the face and said, "It's been a while since you've had a, a correct butt kicking." And then said, "Are you going to sit here and take it like a man or what?" As Ben walked and flanked from the other corner, and again Ben is four foot six and weighs ninety eight pounds. And I just, I didn't know what to do with that information. I just looked at both of them, and then he said, are you going to take this or what? Yep. And I thought to myself, I mean, I'd love to see how this turns out, yeah. so I guess. And, then and they said, went. I'll be back in an hour. You stay where you are. <laughs> and here yeah. we are. 
It's quarantine, really, but it, bring, it brings something out of you. Got the keys to the snowplow. I mean, here, here's the yes, like, exactly. I'm literally used to going to work 8 to 10 to 12 hours a day, giving people a hard time. Just roasting and them. And then for the last three weeks, I'm at home being encouraging. <laughs> Be your tender to your There's children. There's too much optimism in his life right now. Saying nice things to my kids and being here's, like, sure, let's go look at that. Here's the deal. Text us on the complaint line if you want Mike to roast you so he has something to do. I, seriously. Actually, that's what we're going to do, Mike. Like that is what we're going to do. We're going to open up a roast session for you on our Facebook page. So anyone that comments a picture on anything, you will roast them uh, correctly. <laughs> and let them know so you can get some of this frustration out. Yeah, I got a how-to manual. <laughs> Sweet Moses. Okay, I'm sorry, Ben. You want to run a show today? Or? No, I you know that's the thing. <laughs> if we're trying to stay away from the Corona talk, uh, there's just nothing else going on. <laughs> that's it. I look in the news. There's just a bunch of wild apes yes. running so around the in the news cycle. Four dogs in a dog park <laughs> last week. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that's people, about it. People are going like, going outside, and they're they're getting swept up in the news coverage, and like, uh. Here's 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 the thing is what I I tell you what I saw this week though uh, reading news stories and a combination of news stories and people posted on Facebook we are uh, uh, we are people who won't budge sure enough yeah uh, hey this is what I thought four weeks ago hey <laughs> more information's coming in Doesn't things matter. are shifting around yeah you know what I decided four weeks ago and I made a real turd out of myself about it and so I'm just gonna stick to that oh man and uh, blow a little harder blow a little louder. <laughs> See what goes on. I blow. Hey, man, I'm driving over the, the wind of God. <laughs> Sailorville, you know, by the spillway. Huh? And I look down, and there's a wedding going on in the sand. And I'm what? Like, yeah. And then, sure enough, the next day it shows up on Facebook. Couple <laughs> gets married. And, so, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> like I was part of that. I took that in. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to message the couple and be like, hey, thanks for inviting me to your wedding? Where do I, where do I get your gift? Yeah. <laughs> Were there any wedding favors I must have missed? <laughs> I was up on the spillway. I threw bubbles, but... <laughs> I don't know if you saw him. It was just kind of cool to look down on the, you know, way down to the thing. I'm like, ah, there's a couple down there getting married. Yeah. What, was there a crowd? No. It was just like. So there's three people, the bridegroom and the preacher. Hey, I might be doing that in June. Yeah? Because I'm, I'm officiating. I was supposed to officiate a wedding in May, and they've canceled and pushed it back. And, like, they're pretty much, dis like, uninviting everybody and are just like, we're just going to do it in June no matter what's going on. If we can have people, we're going to have people. If not, it's going to be the bride, the groom, and myself. In in an in a area doing this wedding and that's it. Why not? Think of the money I'll save. Yeah. Oh man, that's a very valid point. Except they could pay me all of that money. That's right. All, and that covers everything. For exactly. Your and then my wedding's paid. It's perfect. All right, I'm not actually going to ask them to do that. That's terrible. All uh, right, you're listening. I mean, they have it. Boo. What was the wife's name from All in the Family? What's All in the Family? Uh, yeah. Uh, Archie. Archie. Edith. Bunker. Edith Bunker. Edith Bunker. Edith Bunker. Yeah. What's All in the Family? It's a sitcom from the 70s, right? Yeah. Probably 70s. 70s. Yeah. Uh, Late 70s. He was real racist and conservative. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, he was. He, he was wasn't everybody in the 70s? I mean, that's rough, boo. Yeah. On, as in, yeah, like, that, that's, a, that's a common critique <laughs> yeah. that I hear. Excuse me, not everybody. Everybody on TV, like, that's a common critique that I hear about 70s and 60s sitcom. Is there's like, there's subtle racism and, and pretty some pretty rough patriarchy stuff that it's just like, hey, you know. That describes the show. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, right. That's him, I mean, yep. Like, These enough. are the things I want to see in our social media. <laughs> we need more racism. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, oh, that's not a good soundbite, Dan. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Maybe it is a good soundbite with my reaction. of going, oh, no. Oh, man, that's rough. Dan goes, give me more racism. <laughs> 
This is why we can't have a social media presence, boys. I've survived it's, a lot of things. Because I cannot. I cannot. I cannot in good conscience create a, a social media presence that I know Dan can piggyback off and then of. And in, in the 10th year, Dan Hudson had to leave the show. <laughs> he got canceled. We, we can't ever have a presence because I know in three years, people are going to have way too much time on their hand. They're going to find that sound yep. bite and oh. go, did you know the dude from Live from the Past states You know, we need more racism. Oh, um, man. I will be honest. Like every once in a while, I, I think about, I'm gonna, hey, I'm going to share this. <laughs> this 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 week's show, and I think, well, not the whole show, <laughs> right? Find and a clip. I have thought about that for every show we've ever done. <laughs> find a clip, like no. Oh yeah, that's totally fair. We can't be expected to put out an hour at one point in time, two hours of wholesome content with absolutely nothing uh, we shouldn't be ashamed. So of. who was I talking to about with this uh, earlier this week or so? I was talking about the show and like. Uh, we were talking about the success of life from the past, right? <laughs> this is a that's this a is, wonderful topic. Sarcasm is great. It's a short <laughs> conversation, right? And I said, here's the deal: we picked the absolute worst genre to be in. One, uh, Jesus focused means most people that will listen to Jesus focused radio they're pretty straight laced. We are offensive to almost everyone yep. in that demographic, <laughs> and the comedy people are are gen- <laughs> we're not we're not funny enough to to satisfy a comedy show. We don't bring enough guests in here to get pop culture. References and, and people to feel like they're getting to know celebrities, and so like it's funny yep. for a Jesus-based uh, show, but it's way too straight-laced that anybody who would choose to listen to a Christ-centered podcast is going to find this way offensive. Yeah, this show yeah. is entertaining for people that are exactly like us. That's right. There's like That's nine it. people that would find this show <laughs> really good, and our loved ones are most of them. Agreed. My my wife never listened to the show. Mine went mine either. Mine. Yeah. Gianna <laughs> listens to the show every week, and we talk about it every week. It's we ridiculous. need we need a, a crowd that li- loves Jesus and uses drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is soundbite number two for Dan today, and I love it. <laughs> we want the people. We that need the people that love Jesus. Full advantage of grace. <laughs> love Jesus. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> the next day is not so funny. <laughs> Wait, I could love Jesus and Percocet and this show. I love it. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something, boys. I invested in marijuana this week. Uh, What? I told you. (laughs) All right, I take it back, Dan. That was perfectly acceptable. Ben, what? Okay, now, to be clear. I was going to say give context. I bought bought call options on marijuana, (laughs) on a marijuana stock. Really? It was trading real low. <laughs> Did you know before? Of course you knew beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, I was researching stocks, and I saw one. I said, well. Give it a shot. No, I didn't buy. No, I don't. Uh, well, I guess I own a few. Uh, I own a few <laughs> of the, the, uh, the stocks itself, and then I also uh, bought some call options on it that are exercisable in September. We'll see if I put them out. I don't know what any of that means. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not versed enough uh, in understanding uh, what call so, options uh, means. Uh, so so uh, let's see. If you want to buy stock, it's a direct transaction, right? You give yeah. 10 bucks. They Let's say the stock's $10. Uh, you give $10. You get one stock. Okay? Right. So a call option is like a promise uh, or is a guarantee to be able to buy a stock at a certain price. So someone might sell a call option that says for a stock that's currently t- uh, 10 bucks, uh, I will offer a contract for you to buy 100 of these stocks uh, at $12. Okay, and so I pay them. Uh, let's say I'm going to pay a dollar. Uh, well, it'd be less than that. Let's like ten cents per per stock. So I pay him ten bucks for the right to buy a hundred shares at twelve dollars sometime between now and September. Oh, okay. so it doesn't matter what the market fluctuation actually is. You have that contract. I have the right to right. execute it. Exactly. And so if it goes up in in like the the tail end of August, 
to like fifteen dollars. You can still get it at the twelve. You could buy it at the twelve. I immediately cash in the option, which means I get to buy a hundred from him at twelve, and I immediately turn around and sell all one hundred for fifteen, and I right. profit the difference, right? Or let's oh. say I it's at ten now. I expect it to go to twelve, and it only goes to like eleven, or it goes down to like eight bucks. I didn't actually own the stock, so I didn't lose the money. I'm just out the ten dollars I spent to hold the option. Oh hmm. wow. That's a so that's a so that's that's a call option. That's a positive. There's a put option which says I expect to buy it. Um, lo, it's, it goes lower if you think the stock's going to fall and someone else doesn't think it's going to fall. Oh, okay. So uh, interesting. Anyway, well now we can hashtag Jesus drugs and stockbroker and yeah and, yeah. Ca- and call options. Call options. I am no longer a registered representative with any organization, so I get to talk about call options all I want. A put option. That's what they call it, the put? Yeah, that's... that. People that's, call you and, like, give me the put on uh, IBM. I need $600 with a put. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds stupid. That sounds awful. I think I rest my case. With yeah. a $1,000 put. <laughs> yeah. Is that... Hold on. Is that wrong? Should I get out of this marijuana stock? Is that wrong? I don't care. No. People use it for medicinal purposes? I don't care why they use it. Okay. Yeah, I mean... Okay. I mean, you're not. Did you break the law by doing it? Yeah. Now hold on. What Did if they you sold hire banditos to move it across? What the if border? they sold crack cocaine stock? Yeah, that's no good because that's illegal. Okay. Wait, are you saying the problem would be if it were legal, you would you'd be okay with him buying crack cocaine options? Sure. What? I mean, it's just you'd be okay with him investing in a company that sells crack. Hey man, I give uh, I give fifteen dollars to the gas station to buy a soda and a pack of donuts. They don't I sell no crack, idea. Mike. I have no idea where that money goes. You could pay a guy that works there, and he's going to buy crack for 10 people. What do I know? Okay, I can't I think follow that's my money a little bit everywhere. different than investing in the pharmaceutical company that creates crack cocaine. <laughs> At least I know that they're doing it with white gloves. <laughs> they're trying, At like least saying, they're doing it with white gloves, huh? Yeah. It's, oh, like man. In Thailand, sex trafficking is legal, so you invest in a, you know, a little no. bit. No, that's right. No, that's, that's wrong. Not all right. Now, we've, now we've turned the corner. But I see that. Well, I'm glad we turned the corner on sex trafficking. Admittedly, it's, if there was a corner to turn, is not being harmed. Assuming it doesn't sit on the table, that's a little optimistic, isn't it? There's a crack. Someone cocaine Someone is being hardened with crack cocaine. We just make it. Yeah, I mean, we ju- <laughs> we make it to stockpile it for future. We just like to look. People at bought a thousand dollars in put and crack like cocaine. So <laughs> Here's what I think you guys do: is you bring in a painting of a corner and you try to put me in it. And <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to every time I've given advice on this show over the last 10 years, Mike But here's the thing You're trying to talk me out of supporting Crack cocaine business in a, a legal crack cocaine business <laughs> And I still don't have a problem I, don't, I'm not, I have a problem with it if it's illegal If it's legal, then I say you're just uh, You're investing in an economy So, uh, okay, so wow. your, your position is it's, uh, it's okay to contribute your money to anything Legal as long as long as it's legal. As long as the government. So morality decides, means nothing, yes. and it's just legality. Abortion clinics. No, those aren't legal. Sure they are. Yes, they are. I don't think that's a good place for your money. Crack cocaine. <laughs> crack cocaine. Mike, this is, a, this is a weird hill you're standing on here, <laughs> and we're offering you many <laughs> options to step away from this. We're offering you many stock options to walk away from. I don't this. need to put. I'm telling you, <laughs> time to sell. Time to sell. Thousand dollars. <laughs> Call option. Look, you want me? To, you want me to give you the the the, the down to the graphite? Why I don't like uh, investing in crack cocaine, and I'm telling you, I can't give it to you. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. I do have a problem with investing in abortion clinics. I do think it's wrong to invest in sex trafficking. But when it comes to crack cocaine that is illegally manufactured and sold on the street in a regular hey, manner, I don't know why Christians don't listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because it's not a cocaine racism. Miss, you're missing everything. Here's the deal. Makes. I think Dan was prophetic in his statement of the people that listen to the show love Jesus and drugs. <laughs> I mean, we'll see if the, if this, this uh, gets people upset. Yeah, if this blows up, 
thumbs up, thumbs down. Should you, like a meth okay, lab? Do you would you feel uh, like is it, what what's the difference between investing in alcohol and crack cocaine? I I honestly don't see much of it. I wouldn't invest in alcohol. Yeah, but neither. So should I get out of this marijuana? (laughs) (laughs) Here's the the argument. The argument I would say, I don't think marijuana hurts people inherently. I don't think crack cocaine hurts people. (laughs) Okay. You can't. Okay. Come on, man. Yeah, it does. Okay. Maybe you shouldn't invest in crack cocaine. Sometimes I feel like I inject the Covis every day. It hasn't hurt me once. It's a cartoon version of myself talking. and I'm like, shut up, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) We gave you so many chances. Here's the noose. Anyway. I'm oh, taking it as a yes, I can stay in this. Yeah, I think it's fine. I can stay in this weed. You didn't buy it. Yeah, re- remember, morality I have is the nothing. Option it's legality. To buy. You have a call option. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, man. So are you are you, are you you hoping for a, a, a marijuana boom in September? I'm expecting one. I, I suppose those are like two different words. Are you talking about the medical stuff, or is it like stuff yeah. that you saw in the corner? Well, now, here's the deal. That you, well, yeah. Yeah. Right you can't stock option a dude named Tony that hangs out at the corner <laughs> on the 6th. <laughs> <laughs> the dude doesn't I'm sell any equity in his company. And brownies and hey, man, have you tried my uh, Sauron weed? <laughs> <laughs> it is the best. Oh, man, it's great. I got a it's two- a sativa strain. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I got a $2 call and 100 shares of Tony. <laughs> <laughs> He's a restaurant. He's a cook at a, at a restaurant. Don't worry about it. No, they, he sells out the back door by the cooler. He'll give you mozzarella sticks and a dime bag. Now, here's the deal. Push come a shove. I, this medical cannabis that I'm invested in, I'm certain ends up in Tony's hands eventually in some means or another. Agreed. But, yeah, it's medical. Uh, Why are you expecting an influx? Because people need to chill out <laughs> about this about this stuff going on. Here's the deal. Think about it this way: uh, people are home for an extended amount of time. They get bored. They don't have anything else to do. They're either worked up or it's completely uh, or completely bored. What do they turn to? Medicine medical mar- marijuana. Med- medical marijuana. Hmm. Is uh, no, okay. I've right. never done, I've never done the medical nor the recreation. I have so I don't even. Yeah, I can't speak to it. Yeah. I mean, I suppose high stress is a reason that the doctors would give you a car. It's more like anxiety than just stress. They also sell a lot in Canada. Oh, the company that you're invested in? Yeah, it's a little more free. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, that makes more sense yeah. to me. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. It's gonna pay dividends. We, so. But September is what you're thinking. I bought a call. Uh, yeah, I needed. I need room for it to to regain some. It's at like point. It's like at 75 cents a share. It's gotta. It's gotta move. Man, Tony's not moving enough product is, right now. My strike is at a buck fifty. I can't. Uh, I need it to move. You think the drug economy goes down in this in, in this current economy as well? Well, alcohol's gone up. Yeah. So probably not. Oh yeah. No. People I've, people stock in their home bars like nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I bet I wouldn't be surprised to find white collar drug use specifically is up because yeah. they, they still have the cash to buy it. Right. Yeah. Hmm. And, and that's like prescription drugs and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Pain. Yeah. All of it. Interesting. Well, but, stuff but those yeah. people can't. I mean, they'd have to be buying them illegally, right? Because like because you can't go to the doctor for just any old reason anymore. Uh, Actually, that's the second reason it's up because people don't go to the doctor for any old reason and or they're afraid to go out. And so they find someone to buy it off and come bring it to them. I don't think about that. Yeah. All right, you're you're listening live from the past. DoorDash for Percocet. I'm not sure what you joined the show for today, but, but you found it. Yeah, I hope we've been helpful <laughs> on uh, uh, some uh, stock market tips and drug use and racism and uh, drug use and racism. Swords. So bad. <laughs> yeah. The Sauron. I did not hear Eye of Sauron. That is so crazy. Okay. I don't say the phrase that often to to recognize that I have to articulate it better. My kids refuse to watch Lord of the Rings. Why? I don't know. 
Some roller that was, skates. That was riveting. All, all of them? All of them. I, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I How are like, you presenting it? Hey, let's watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Not any. That's it? No background? What, what, what else do you want me to say? Hey, tell them it's a fantastic story. Yeah, they don't believe me. They don't believe a word I say. Well, then maybe uh, I think we've got to the root of the problem. Of those, it isn't just Lord of the Rings there, Mike. We'll take any any book recommendations, music recommendations, or movie you recommendations. You want to know why? Because they know you're a mean dude at work and you're nothing but encouragement <laughs> the last yeah. three weeks. Like, Dad is lying I straight I through this song, to us. Lukenbach, Texas, and they, uh, they came around to that one. That's <laughs> what you came in? Lukenbach, Texas? Yeah, they love it. <laughs> it took what? a little convincing, but it's all right. <laughs> Dude, Lord of the Rings is Hold the on, best. I'll, I'll find Luke and Bach, Texas. Dan, have you seen all the Lord of the Rings? I think so. You think so? There's three. There's have. three main ones, and then there's the Hobbits? I haven't seen the Hobbit one. So there's like three more? Yeah, they're great. Yeah, there's, if they well, were like nine hours each. Oh, yeah, they're super long. They're not. Okay. I, here's the deal. If you do I watch the extended, show. yeah, the extended versions, which is my favorites, are ridiculous. Uh, That's a 12-hour stint if you're watching ooh. three of them. Yeah, but, some of us work for a living, then, you know. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I, I, my name's Tony. It's a nickname. Don't <laughs> worry about it. The same reason I don't golf. No. The golf this? courses are still up and rocking. There's still all kinds of people to golf I don't Okay, hold on. In the hold what on. Is this? this is Luke and Bach, Texas. Got you with me tonight. Maybe it's time we got back. Give it a second. To the basics of love. Yeah. Let's go to Luke and Bach, Texas. Wailing and Willie and the boys. <laughs> Waylon Jennings. Yeah, Waylon Jennings. Oh, yeah. Convinced, convinced Wait, where did this come from? Love this song? Yeah, they like that doesn't surprise me. They're yeah. they're eclectic with music. Yeah, they're all over the map. We spent 20 minutes trying to memorize the words to "I've Been Everywhere" by Johnny Cash. <laughs> hey, I printed those. I printed those words off. Definitely. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you can convince them to listen to this and dig on it, but you, they won't watch Lord of the Rings. No, no. What? In fact, I've tried to have them watch it so many times that we've gotten an hour and a half into the first one, and now my wife refuses to watch it. Because she's seen the first one an hour and a half in. They don't like dig on time. Fellowship? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, man. I can't hurts. convince them. Fellowship is awesome. Fellowship of the Rings. That's not just a random statement of fellowship, fellowship. is great, everybody. Yeah. You everybody should try it. Talk to him, Booba. I will, because I love, the, I love those movies. I love those books. Absolutely phenomenal. Like, when I, get, when I can start to continue my nerdy tattoos, I'm going to get Lord of the Rings tattoos, too. Oh, man. Mm. You want to do some advice? Uh, yeah, hey, just a real quick. Uh, so we've got we're drinking. Uh, we got the Keurigan here. Booba's responsible for picking up a Keurigan. He secured one. Uh, but but Booba, what was the name of that uh, pleasant barber shop that we picked this up from? Oh, we got it from. Uh, so nice guy Ian is is my barber. He's the one who gave it to uh, to us. He works at Loyal Sons Barber Shop on uh, uh, Ingersoll down in, near Des Moines. It's a great place. Oh. Uh, all the guys there are awesome. Uh, only I've had a chance to get my hair cut by Ian specifically, but uh, nice guy's awesome. You can actually find him uh, and book with him once salons and barbershops open back up at niceguyian.genbook.com. And you can go online, uh, choose what kind you want. You can get everything from just a classic cut uh, to a beard trim and shave and all that good stuff, all the way up to like the full VIP treatment, and it is nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't pamper myself too often, but that, that VIP treatment is what, what come I want to know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so he will uh, so do does everything with the hair. Uh, style yeah. it however you want to. Styles it for you that day. Teaches you what you need to do because he's an awesome guy. He's willing to talk with you. Uh, do the beard trim and all that good stuff. And then a full hot shave with, like, hot towels and everything. And it's it's wicked awesome. Ooh, yeah. Like, yeah, he does the hot Like, he has towels, towels in a heater uh, in the back that he'll bring out. Hot towels, put on your face, steam it a little bit. Put the shaving cream on, steam the shaving cream, which apparently like opens up your pores fully, mm-hmm. and then wipes it all off, and then does the shave, and then finishes with another hot towel. 
and it's just it's amazing. Like it's it's full on spa treatment for your face. It's great. Wow. So I did do, I did do that once, not from not from uh, not from nice guy you know. I was in the Philippines and I was there for six weeks. Uh huh. Go ahead and trust that. I that's I, it seems it's, yeah it's right good choice right place. <laughs> So I was there for, uh, I, I didn't shave the whole time I was there. I thought, I'm just not going to shave. I'm not yeah. going to do it. <laughs> it's a weird thing to so choose. Whole, so six, I got, I'm, I'm in a new country. I'm not going to shave once. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to meet I'm gonna meet new people who I need to make an impression on. I'm not going to care for myself one bit. <laughs> I'm going to do less than I've always done. <laughs> that's exactly what I decided because I don't care. <laughs> so uh, I was looking real, I was working real rough. And so uh, the t- two day, a day before I was going to leave, uh, I was, I was going to shave because I was going to go home uh, to my wife and I was going to be, be clean shaven and not look like a gorilla. And so I went in there and I brought, I brought buzzers and I made the mistake of plugging it in uh, into the bathroom and it, it burnt it up <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty quick, pretty righteous. And uh, dang overseas outlets. Well, because because here's the I just thought uh, I did not bring a converter. Yeah. Um, but like it's a it's like a it's a five star hotel there that caters to American folk. Yeah. And the, and it fits and it and it would fit. And most of the places like I've been overseas in a few different places and most places it just simply won't fit. And so I don't have this problem. And so I didn't even think about it. And I tried to plug it. I turned it on <laughs> and it blew up. You deaf Hey, man, yeah. I've been to the Philippines also. If you needed a pair of cutters, it would have cost 11 cents. Uh, yeah, so, but, but, so I blew it up, and it smoked the place out. <laughs> and so I decided to leave, and I wasn't going to tell anybody unless I came back and it still smelled in there. I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna get, to get away with this. And so I needed someone to cut, cut, my, uh, cut my hairs. And so I went to the, to the mall, of which there are any place in, in Manila there's a mall within a th- stone's throw. <laughs> in fact, there's there's one a stone's throw in either direction. They deal in malls. SM huh. City. No, yeah, people don't have like their own shop. Everybody's in a mall somewhere, and I don't mean just like a strip mall. I mean, it's a multi-level mall. They're enormous. Everywhere you're going. Wow. And so anyway, I so I go in there and uh, I, I think it's not like he speaks. These people speak English. Like they 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 speak well English. But like I go in there and I don't know how to. For some reason, I don't know what to ask for. <laughs> I'm trying to explain. I said, I just want you to, I want to cut. And they're like, cut. And I thought, oh, that wasn't, that wasn't near close enough. <laughs> like a knife? I have, not, I have not gone to a barber or any hair cutting place for 15 years. Like, I, I am totally out of practice on how to describe what I want. Uh, and even before that, the 10 years prior to that, I, I get my hair cut like I do with the meat counter. I said, it's a two. It's a two on the ham. That's what I'm saying. Give me the two, a pound of two. And so... <laughs> anyway, I go in there and like uh, whatever this guy was telling me, like he was talking really fast and I just wasn't picking it up. And so I just said yes to everything. And I got the works in there. I mean, he massaged oil into uh-huh. my head oh, like like cartoon, like Bugs Bunny does you. to Elmer Fudd. whole country takes care of you. Oh, yeah, it's a service economy. Those guys know how to do service work and make you feel like people are, are uh, like you. But it made me uncomfortable, of course. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't expect anybody to rub my head. And when he started rubbing my head, I thought, oh, man, I should have said no. Does he does – he, uh, he needs to stop this. But I didn't know how to tell him to stop it because <laughs> it felt like th- – there's a point they of speak which – speak English. I know, but it felt – Stop. It felt so rude because someone, yeah, okay, someone was doing enough. something for you and be like, no, nah, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know this, this is how you make money and I'm sitting in your chair. Oh, that but felt, stop this. This is terrible. It felt rough. So I anyway – a video of that. That would be great. <laughs> oh. And so, but like they did the uh, and Boo, I assume this is what, like what we're talking about here, like hot hot stuff on the face, oils on the face, like old school uh, long blade, whoosh, okay, like scraping <laughs> stuff off your cheeks. 
apparently I need to redeem this uh, this ad that we just tried to do for. <laughs> Is that what's going for, on for nice guy being an awesome dude and giving us this uh, this Keurig? Yeah, being first <laughs> off, you won't need it. He is not located in the Philippines, okay. So you won't have to worry about any international well, then travel. This story's not no, about him. Nor will you need to worry about any <laughs> of this situation. No green jeans. Uh, but but no, he's he's not there to massage the stuff into your face. He's just going to put a hot towel wrap around your face. He he put shaving cream on like your the, face. Like place the Taliban. The no, what? No, With the hot no yeah. it's not on the top of your head, you buffoon. <laughs> I, Asara, have nothing to do with this situation. No. Oh my gosh, I might we I might have to just take a video of the next time okay. I, I get it done, They're and we can we can put it on our social yeah. media. Yeah. See if you can get one of a handsome guy. Yeah. This is really, yeah. yeah. Oh no, I wasn't thinking me specifically. Just okay. somebody. It's like right you're there. being waterboarded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell, tell nice guy. I, I apologize if you <laughs> ever see this yeah. this clip from us. Like a guy named Jack Bauer works there. <laughs> I, I highly doubt this will ever make it back to you, actually. But if it ever does, I want to apologize. We should have talked about this before the show. No, there's nothing Ayasara going on. There's no waterboarding happening. It is a hot towel that is placed upon your face after he puts shaving cream on your face to open up your pores. That's all it is. Sometimes you I'll drop the towel like on the heating vent and then go pick it up later and it will feel like a fancy hot towel to me. And I'll think that's pretty cool. Yeah. There are there are levels of of living that we are all accustomed to. <laughs> and I just now realized how high of a level that I am because I've never been to the spot where I'm like, "Hey, there's a heater." <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drop I'm going to drop this towel on there. I bet I can recreate that sweet hot towel yeah, service. Yeah, I mean, where you see desperation, I see ingenuity. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying and, it's a and problem. My, it was discovered by accident out of my own previous laziness. Not a forethought that would give me a now sweet wait towel. A, I'd love to warm this towel. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, man, that's rough. I, I mean, I don't want to overstep, but like you get out to shower, you dry off, yeah, and then you I drop it. Dry. And you wait in the noon for it to heat up? (laughs) No. That's what I was picturing. You need need to time your showers better and just go get it out of the dryer. I left it on the heater previously, and I got out of the shower, and I'm like, where's that stupid towel? And then I found it on the heater, and I'm like, whiz bang, it's the Bahamas. And then <laughs> whiz bang, it's the bu- we need to create a shirt that has just like a couple coconut trees on it or palm trees that just oh, says no. whiz bang it's the Bahamas. Yeah, move it. We're giving you social media gold. Oh, dude, here. I have, I have, I have like so much content Light to sift up. through this today. Be our best show ever. It's, yeah. it's literally all I'm gonna have is snippets and one-liners and things to go. Hey. World, how would you react if someone said this six feet from Here's your the face? Thing, though, we've done a show like this before, and it always turns out that Ben can't get it to upload or he deletes it. <laughs> That's a very valid like point. A show with zero content, God just us babbling for 45 <laughs> right. minutes, has never made the airwaves. It just gets cut off and thrown away somewhere. I think it's intentional. <laughs> I think Ben's keeping us from any kind of accountability with these kind of conversations. It's, oh. These are the equivalent of the four thunders. <laughs> like, <laughs> the Lord says, In Revelation? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shut them up. Don't, don't no, no one gets those. Our show is part of. The our show is our show is one of the four thunders that get shut up that nobody don't can write hear. That down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't. Yes, John, don't write that one down. That's just for you yeah. to see. I, I claim them as my own, but this you don't have gold. to listen to anything. Holy cats! Never I do in my boys, life, but I find them embarrassing. This is ridiculous. Hey, man. So, the, the, I, jumping on the Philippines thing, the the weirdest, funny thing that happened to me was. I'd never been to a fancy hotel in my life, ever once. It was my first time actually leaving the country. Never been internationally travel or travel internationally. And I get to uh, the Philippines, and 
the guy that's bringing me out there has lied to me about the entire concept. Like, I sent him an email that had probably 15 questions that were just, hey, I'm a naive traveler. I don't know a lot about what I'm doing. I don't know what it's like to be in a third world country. Like, I just don't. What's this look like from a business travel perspective? So I asked him questions like, what do we need to worry about food? Like, is there things I need to stay away from? Is there things that I need to try? Are there delicacies that I should just be weary of? All the way to, like, what are we going to do about laundry? Like, is there in you is there in hotel laundry? Do I need to do my own laundry? Like, what's that look like? And he was such a schmuck. He responded with, dude, it's a third world country. You can't expect them to, like, do your laundry for you. <laughs> he goes, they'll have a wash basin in your, in your little dinette or kitchenette thing. In your hut. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> He's like, you're living in a favela. Uh, no, he goes, in the hotel, they'll have a little wash basin for you to use in your room. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't mind that. He goes, you'll have to purchase uh, just kind of like a, a, a powder detergent, and you'll have to do your own laundry. And that wasn't crazy to me. And I'm like, okay, I'll, that's not a big deal. I could figure that out. Like, whatever. And he goes, then you just hang dry it. And I'm like, okay, we get to this place. It is a five-star hotel that is the nicest hotel I've ever stayed in my entire life. Of course, there's no wash basin in there. He's like, you're an idiot. Like, you're ridiculous. No, we're not going to make you do your own laundry. I, did, I still didn't know what happened, though. And so there's this laundry hamper thing that he still hasn't explained to me, but it's not long enough into the trip for me to really worry about it. Like, I brought a couple outfits. It's like four days in. I'm not worried about it, right? Outfits. Wait, oh. A couple outfits, four days in, you're not worried. Who calls them outfits? Yeah. <laughs> People? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I human beings? I don't know. I was not walking around <laughs> in in Sean John jumpsuits and like then, Fat Joe in the 90s walking around. This is ridiculous. I, I, I had worn a couple of outfits as in there were things that I wore out into the world. This collectively can be called an outfit, but no. it's not like I store this black Hillary shirt Clinton with these pants. I have, no, yes, I wore my pants suits to the Philippines, and I was really running out of pants suits. I have pants and I have shirts. I do not have any outfits. Yeah. But All you've worn an outfit. No. Oh, my gosh. It's ridiculous. Of course, this is the one part of this story that you guys get hung up on, <laughs> is that I said the word outfits. Anyway, We've got racism and drugs conversation tonight, but somehow Booba just gets the roast on outfits. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. I wore pants and shirts. You have a trouser suit. I, <laughs> I wore my onesie, and I had to make sure that it was clean for the next day. So I, I, this hamper is, is I, I have a couple of shirts and pants in this there, right? Fair enough. <laughs> and so I, it gets to the point where I'm almost wondering, like, what's going to happen? I leave and go to <laughs> Like, do I need to what go and do happen? my... <laughs> Is there my, some? Uh, my parents did this for me forever. Is there some my, magical beans? My outfits are depleting. Is, <laughs> are my mom and dad gonna show up and do this for me in the Philippines? No, I, I, I didn't like. I didn't know if I needed to get to the point where I was gonna have to find a laundry center and do the laundry. Hey whatever. Man, do you totally have this vision in your mind of him sitting on the edge of a bed, staring at this hamper, going, <laughs> "Do a what, trick. What is gonna happen?" <laughs> It's oh just man! Sitting there. See, I'm almost in the buck wild. For, for, <laughs> my outfits are almost gone. My outfits are depleted. Oh no! Oh man, this is the greatest ever. Yes, that's exactly what I was doing. I was sitting on the end of the bed, end of the bed staring at this magical hamper, just hoping for the best, praying through the situation, wondering if God was going to. <laughs> what am I? I'm in a hotel. Am I supposed to do my own laundry? Yes, I'm some entitled American boob that shows up and goes, Laundry, oh, this is a great story. do yourself. Who will iron my outfit? 
<laughs> oh man, you know what the worst part is? This story's kind of funny if I tell it in the normal setting. <laughs> but now, after all of these hijinks, there's no way that the end of this story is nearly as funny as the middle, no. where I said I have outfits. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, magic hamper in the outfit story. Go ahead and tell that hot one, eh? Y'all are ridiculous. No, it's, it's, a, it's a real gas. <laughs> Go ahead. This is going to be the most anticlimactic thing I've ever done. And so, I, I, I'm, you guys are just anticipating more dumb stuff, but whatever. I leave for work, okay? Clothes, outfits in the hamper, all right? I leave, I leave for work, and I'm gone for like 16-hour days at that point in time. I come back after a long day. And there is this box, this like really well wrapped looking basket box thing that's on my bed. And I I thought to myself, I've never stayed in a fancy hotel before. Like, do they leave presents for you and stuff? Like, 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 like is this some kind of like fruit basket? It's like a picnic basket. But, <laughs> but here's the deal, and Ben can attest to this. Being an American dude in the Philippines, everybody treats you like royalty. Yeah. They straight up do. They think you were the, the most interesting thing on the planet. They kept asking me if I'm from New York City or Los Angeles. Yeah. And I'm like, well, kind of right in the middle. <laughs> like right in between. Yeah, They're like, do you, do you know any celebrities? Well, that's a, it's a big country, guys. I don't really know anybody like that. They thought, they, thought, they thought because I'm a big guy that I was super rich because I must be able to feed myself to stay this big. And that's honesty. And they thought that I, I was just this, this amazing dude. And so I wouldn't be surprised. People tried to give me gifts daily. Like, uh, my employees tried to give me gifts, and it was weird. So I get back to the hotel, and there's this basket sitting on the, on the bed. No one had told me previously what was going to happen. And so I'm thinking, man, I got a present from the hotel. Like, that's kind of super cool. Like, I wonder if... <laughs> I, wonder if guys. The, I wonder if... The, yeah, exactly. Like, I wonder if they sent me, like, a gift basket, and it's got cool things in it. Like, maybe it's got, like, fruits and, veg and, and like, chocolates and stuff, because what else would make me happy? And so... I open this thing up, and it's my laundry. It's all folded up. It's neatly pressed. It's ironed out. It's all this different stuff. All of my outfits coordinated the exact way that I would coordinate them. They recognized that they were outfits. I felt so dumb because I, th I sat there, and I took a picture of it, and I was like, guys. And I sent it to my family. I'm like, guys, I got a present from the hotel. How cool is this? And I did a little video reveal because I'm just like, well, this is going to be a cool thing. Whatever. Nothing exciting happens in my life. And I got a present from the hotel. And I open it up and it's just my laundry. Oh. <laughs> and it was the worst thing ever because I'm like, I, I, I literally made this seem so cool. I was like, guys, I got a present. I feel like I'm a celebrity. Like, this is crazy. Everybody keeps inviting me out to dinners, and everybody keeps telling me they're going to pay for everything. One gal asked to marry me. This is going to be great. Wow. I got a present from the hotel. It was my laundry, and it was done. <laughs> and so the magic hamper was a magic hamper, Mike, and I, I stared it at it, it and then some yeah. Filipino woman showed up and grabbed it and then fold and did all my laundry for me. So all this sort of stuff. here? Nobody, nobody does the outfits here. I just have to. I, I stare at a hamper for a while, and I usually by the time it's say, done. Yeah, yeah, it's it's I really upsetting. I should probably make certain that my fiance <laughs> listens to this one because it's eventually going to be a thing where I'm staring at that hamper for a while, and she's just going to go, "Well, that needs yeah. to be done." Wait, 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 just, wait, wait, yeah, exactly. Wait, wait, wait. Babe, 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 babe. Sit next to me. Sit next to me. Just watch the hamper. Watch it. Someone is going to do this laundry. I don't know who. I've never done it myself. It just gets done every single time. Don't open and, the lid. And it, yeah, don't touch it. She's gonna stab. No, she's gonna stab me at the end. So I felt so dumb because it was all done. And the coolest part of that was though, like they even like patched up my clothes. Like I had a shirt that had a little rip in it. I remember, like in the armpit or something. I didn't really care because it was my walking around in hundred degree weather shirt. Outfit. Yeah, it was, it, it was my Batman shirt as a part of my jumper. as a part of my <laughs> my twenty four year old child outfit that I wear. 
<laughs> and they had sewn together the, the little hole in the armpit. It was just like they literally just did that for me. That was all they took care of. And it was all very nicely scented. And all. I'm like, this gets done on its own. It was great. So, again, that story sometimes is funny. That's a great story. Yeah. yeah. But, no, I was, but then in the I middle of it, when I say I have outfits and three grown men freak out and go, <laughs> <laughs> pants, suits. <laughs> oh, 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 Booba, you foolish youngin. I can't believe you have outfits. I have like pants and I have shirts. This is great. <laughs> Says the investing in crack cocaine fellow over there. And then the one dude that can't seem to stop saying the word whore over and over again. <laughs> this is what I get. <laughs> this is what I get. I've not said that in much. Racism, <laughs> drugs, and you. That's what I get. Sorry I have outfits. Now, this is the best night I, ever. Think that, I think that was unique to Booba, though. I did my own laundry. They had, they had, a, they had a combo washer dryer in there. Oh, really? I just put it. Like, That's what I expected. Hey, and frankly, I was super impressed with it. You just put it in there, and it washes it, yeah. and then it kicks on the dryer, and it dries it in the same bucket. No, not in Cebu City. They do your laundry for you. No, no, no. Did you have fresh mango juice? <laughs> Uh, oh man, they had they yes. had the buffet, yes. the morning buffet, which was my I assume for you too, but it was like the dinner. Yeah, pretty much. Oh man, I'd get off work at three in the mo- or six in the morning and then go get that. I did I did shots of yuckult, made me feel like I knew new life. Some sort of weird of pro probiotic yogurt drink, and you could take oh, it. Man. Just gonna do it. Just, I don't know shots why shots of yuckult. I don't know why I did it. Did but, you get that from the Ayasara? <laughs> No, I, I did not do any I don't shots find of you. That's funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not do any shots. I never saw Yuckelt. That wasn't a thing for us. Uh, I'm not certain. So you were in you were in Manila, right? Yeah. Okay. So a totally different part of the Philippines to where I went. I went to a place called Cebu City, which is way south. I think Manila is way north, isn't it? Whatever. Uh, yeah, it's a different part. Yeah, and it was in it was in like um, uh, like some dicey parts of Manila. Oh, like, okay. It smelled like mustard and vomit. Man. In the streets, most of the time. I feel really bad. I got the I got the premier experience in the Philippines, mm. and you got that rough spot. Yep. Because like we had, so apparently, I don't know if the Swiss occupied the Philippines at one point in time, uh, like in the early 19th century or uh, or 20th century, because like there was a huge thing where one of the weeks that I was there, we were celebrating Switzerland. Like there were Swiss flags up everywhere. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was crazy. Yeah. Everything was uh, there. There was like a Swiss Swiss buffet with all these different cheeses and types of sausages and all this different stuff. And so like that was one of the crazy things. Like they, huh. I didn't know what to do because like I walked up and they kept asking me. They're like, "Have you ever tried this before?" It was Swiss cheese, and I'm like, "Yeah, I've tried that yeah, before." They're like, "This is our favorite thing on the planet." Have you ever had this Emmentaler? I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I have. It's it's great." They're like, "We love Switzerland," and I'm like, "What's going on here?" And so I didn't know if that translated any other part of the Philippines, or maybe the Swiss just owned Cebu City, and that's it. Mm. But no, that buffet was insane. It had like seven sections. It was the size of like a, a whole food, a cafeteria at a, at a mall. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. We must have had different experiences. I'm sorry. I never got the weird shape, though. Yeah, I just did, wanted man. to talk about me. <clears throat> hey, man, I was just trying to start. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it could have felt like we were kind of joining together in a conversation, but really, I feel diminished. Like I'm the John the Baptist in the conversation, and you're the Jesus. <laughs> you know, as much as I know that was a jab, I appreciate that. I appreciate you for saying it, because rarely ever in a story that Ben's telling am I the one that gets associated to Jesus. 
And so I appreciate that association. <laughs> or you could be like Booba. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Usually I get the short end of the stick where it's like, you could probably just go around being a Booba, and then nobody will like you. All right. Man, All right let's, I'm let's, going back to my Facebook where people like me. Let's give hey, out some advice. Mike. You should do the live from the path Facebook so we get some likes. <laughs> Sweet Moses. Bring him in. Okay, hold on. Okay, I'm going to give you a choice here. You can do daughter planning her family wants to keep parents close or longtime friends online posts are cause for concern. Oh. Uh, give me the second one. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. Dear life from the past. Juicy. I have been friends with, quote, Skip for a very long time. Fake name. Our lives have taken us on very different paths. We've always disagreed about certain philosophical issues, but now the divide in, in our opinions is huge. Skip makes statements and posts items on social media that, in my opinion, are outrageous. Some of them appear to be merely contrarian. Several other friends have commented about his posts. I am concerned about Skip because of the extreme nature of his posts, and I think some friends are concerned too. Skip and I live far away from each other. His family doesn't live near him, so contacting them probably won't help. I am concerned that what I am seeing is beyond a difference of opinion. But I don't know that, if anything, to do about it. Do you have any suggestions? What the heck? Wait, are these like alarming things or it's, things that are offensive? Because those are two different things. Yeah, it's super not clear what the problem is. Yeah, Un unfollow. That's what yeah, if do. they're offensive posts and it's just like, hey, man, he likes blah, 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 and I don't. <laughs> or he has certain thoughts about you know, the, the ISARA, and I don't like them. Yeah. If it's offensive, walk away. Just unfollow, just unfollow. Skip. You can still be friends. If it's like scary stuff... Like, he's, like, posting, like, hey, I think I'm done, or, like, end of life, or I've been drinking like crazy, or there's stuff to his health. No, Maybe reach out. Just, like, you just didn't like what they're posting. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It sounds like a phil and a philosophy is a weird way to put it. If it's not political, and you're not having uh, <laughs> some sort of crisis, like, what does it mean? Like, I read The Republic, and I really got this out of it. Yeah. He likes the COVID. <laughs> yeah, I <right>. do. Yeah. <laughs> I see all these posts about people against the COVID, and I frankly think it's a welcome change. <laughs> all right, Skip. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's an unfollow on Skip. Yeah, we disagree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, close friends. We haven't talked in forever. We're not anywhere near each other. We don't actually have any kind of connection, but I just feel really, really bad about Skip's life right now. It does seem odd what? that like she's like, well, you know, I could get a hold of his friends or family, but no one really lives near him. But you seem to mostly interact with him on social media. Do you want to just talk to him there? Right. <laughs> he <laughs> seems to be hey. active. <laughs> and then if he says, look, I disagree with you, or we don't see eye to eye, or I don't want your help, well, then you gave, your, you gave it a good college try. Time for you to bow out. If that's even necessary. I mean, it's okay to disagree on stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's Grow this crazy and... thing called being a person. Yeah. It's, like, it's all right to just go, hey, man, I hate your thoughts. Even if, I mean, they might be wrong. But I don't wrong. hate you. You might be wrong, but. Yeah, sometimes, some people. Know, some people wear outfits, right? And some people yeah. only wear pants and shirts, and right. you don't have to argue about it. There's only one brand of person in that example you just gave. Probably true, myself and Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Me and old H. Me and old Hillary. <laughs> pants suiting it up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, somewhere along the line, we made it so that, uh, one, people felt like every in every opinion of which they differ, or their opinion in general is worth all the world hearing all the time. That's that that uh, that's too far. Uh, we also came to a point here in the last ten years where if I don't agree with you on every aspect of everything, then we fundamentally don't agree on anything. We're not friends. Right. I cannot be friends with you unless you agree on every point of everything we've ever had. Now the thing is, is most great conversations that you've had in your life uh, that drug on for hours into the night and are filled with either alcohol or coffee or cigarettes. 
and you're like, this is, was an epic conversation that we had. It was because two people disagreed, and you sat and talked about it forever on a basis of friendship coming from two different ways. And like they were just great conversations, and we're done with that. Yeah, we're only left with uh, quick uh, ten-second snippets and snide remarks, and so the great debate is a as a lost art. That I I mean I don't even know if it'll come back in my lifetime, right? We don't we don't chew the fat over social issues or the, the or whatever or philosophize. We 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 are we are completely full up in this world of ten-second philosophy, where I've thought about it for ten seconds. And here's what I think, and I'm not moving from here on out. Take this world, and out it goes. Yeah, some of the best conversations I've ever had have been with atheists that are willing to argue and just okay with being differing in opinion. It's all right for us to be on the other side of a coin and just talk about it, like not argue and not get angry. I don't really hate the word argue. We were arguing our opinions, and it wasn't heated. It wasn't angry. It was just like, hey, man, I completely disagree with you fundamentally on everything you're saying. And he said the same about me, but we just kind of sat there. And it was actually, it was over a couple cigarettes. Yeah. We're, uh, we're, our men's group is going through a book right now that uh, it's really kind of interesting because there's multiple generations in this group, but it's a, a book, this particular book is written on like the last half of life and how life changes and your perspective. And this last week's chapter was fascinating. Uh, of It's like you get to the point where you don't, you, you don't care that people disagree. When you're younger, you're trying to win. You got to, you got to, I'm going to win this debate. And, you know, and you got to think like me. And 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 I'm going to, you know, everything's a battle. And at some point, you go, yeah, whatever. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of thought, wow, I hit that point because yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I, mean, I was going to say, when does that happen? I don't know. Oh man, probably me it was early fifties. I was just like, I, I guess I'm not trying to impress anybody. I don't, you, you think it's yeah, all right. Yeah. I mean, we're okay. I mean, God loves you. He loves me. We're good. We can think differently. I, I mean. I still think you're wrong if on certain things, you know, if it's, if it's a right, wrong thing. But I'm not going to, like, yell at him. You right. Know, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's just a whole different yeah. – yeah. it's, it's a maturing thing, I guess. This guy needs to get old. Yeah. That's the, that's the – Yeah. That's, that's my advice. Get, get old. Get wisdom. <laughs> uh, did you just yeah. Proverbs drop there? I did. <laughs> In I all know. things, get knowledge and get wisdom? Uh, here's what Secular says. Our overall advice was, uh, look, uh, you're, you, you've really pumped this thing up. Uh, either either be friends with them or don't. Uh, either talk to them or don't. <laughs> you know, like these these are all non-consequential things. If you think he's going to hurt himself, uh, then that's a different conversation. But that's not what you're saying. You're saying his views have become outrageous. And so if that's true, then uh, it's in the eye of the beholder. You believe they're outrageous. That's all. Uh, Segular says, if you are concerned about Skip's mental health, then regardless of his family's lack of geographic proximity, they should be told you are worried about him and why. If you are afraid he might engage in activity which he could pose a danger to himself or others, notify the authorities. However, if this is simply a matter of, of being at opposite cops. ends of the political spectrum, it may be time to snooze Skip's posts or block him entirely. Did we just line up with secular? But but the, 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 the writer didn't imply... Health and did she? Maybe I just no. skipped just it. Philosophical differences. Yeah. That's oh, what yeah, she yeah, said. Yeah. I think it's yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like what you said. Yeah. Not you're in danger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Merriam-Webster <laughs> uh, defines outfit as a set of clothes <laughs> worn together, typically for a particular oh, occasion or purpose. Holy cats! Yeah, that's great. I love it. It's my dancing outfit. Yeah. Here's the deal. You know what? I'm gonna own it. I'm gonna own it. I have outfits. They have been designed or carefully selected I have to be worn together. This, this was not, I, I suppose I'm saying this like you can see me. You can't see me. What I'm wearing today was not an outfit. 
but I have outfits. No, classic. Yeah, what's like? Your... I have shirts that I prefer with a certain pair of pants. You is have that classic, weird? Uh, khaki and black right now. <laughs> what you have on is ramshackle cartage. Yeah, ramshackle. <laughs> that sounds like a band name. That's awesome. <laughs> oh man. Okay, no, but like legit, I have I have shirts that I prefer with a, cer- a certain pair of pants. Is that is that as far as to say it's an I outfit? Can't, I don't imagine anyone over the age of thirty, well, twenty five, maybe twenty. Maybe this say, is getting low. Hold on, I'm just trying to think. Who does? Who says the phrase? Where's my outfit? In such a way where they stamp their foot. <laughs> and that is the Wait, only connotation that I have. Is that what you feel like Where I was doing? It's my outfit. <laughs> I'm just going to unfollow you and I won't worry about it. No, that's perfectly acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. You should probably the contact my family members. That go with these pants? I have one pair of suspenders, thank you. Yeah. Now I the whole suspenders. outfit is ruined. I've have, ne- okay, have you're, paint, you're painting me with a, with a weird brush here, because I've never once said these things. You did today. I said the word <laughs> outfit, and obviously yourself. incorrect. What, what days can we trust you? <laughs> Apparently not Mondays, I'm which is very you- unfortunate for the listeners of this show, because that's presumably what they're listening to me on. I'm going to send you back to that barber and get you waterboarded until you give us the right answer. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to have to call him tomorrow morning and go, dude, I am so sorry if for some random happen happenstance that like somebody was listening to this show and found out he might be waterboarding people and he's like dude i gave you that coffee maker i need that back (laughs) like i need that back if this is what i got myself i want it back okay now here's the thing Uh, just to clarify it does the the name nice guy ian does sound like a turkish bodyguard (laughs) who might waterboard (laughs) someone who can can handle himself i can tell you with 100 percent certainty the nice guy is not in any way a Turkish bodyguard. Mm. I know that 100% certain. Well, then I might be wrong about him. Yeah. <laughs> I, all my cards are in that deck. He's, he's, he's a good dude, and he'll, he'll treat you right. That's what I'll tell he you. He seems like a nice fella, and he was very gracious with this Keurig that we're enjoying. Uh, we're drinking uh, Pete's uh, Coffee Brew. Uh, if you think that we should be drinking something else because you're one of those types of folks, go ahead and send some. 6510 Rohe Road and Johnson. you got to <laughs> run the decaf, though. Yeah, yeah decaf, though. Yeah, it's late. I seriously, I, I've, I've changed. I don't know. It hadn't been within the last year or two, right? Like, I can't drink caffeine after five, huh. and it's super irritating. I have no, I had no idea. Uh, soda, my favorite thing in the world, and I've been up staying up all night because I wouldn't stop drinking it. And I finally figured it out that, like, it's like five o'clock. Mm. Is that just an as you get older thing? Where your so. body goes, hey, I can't take this no more. I never, that never used to bother me, and, and now every once in a while, I'm like I'm just wide awake at three in the morning. I'm like, oh, I guess I did have an iced tea. Uh, maybe that's it. I right? Like, I mean, what oh, kind man. of derailment is an iced tea? Waylaid by an iced tea. <laughs> yeah, I, I did have. I enjoyed myself a sip of iced tea at nine thirty. Paying now, boy, I'm really in the streets. <laughs> Dang, I'm gonna put on my running outfit. <laughs> okay, here we go. Dear life from the past. <laughs> Sorry. My fiance has a friend who is, for a lack of a better word, a train wreck. Yep. When yep. I started dating my fiance, I heard about this guy. We'll call him Al. Al. From my fiance's other friends, even before I met him. Mm-hmm. The group of friends has an on-again, off-again relationship with Al, and he was made a scene at each of their weddings. He has gotten obnoxiously drunk, gotten into huge arguments with his girlfriend, now his wife, or done something rude like bring his own fast food to the head table <laughs> at the reception. Oh, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Okay, he sounds cool. Yeah, I love Al. Al. Minus the drinking part, that bringing your own McChickens, that's all right. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I care. Keep yeah. going. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I tried to keep an open mind when I met him, but he has made us uncomfortable at every get-together. We recently attended Al's wedding, and he became aggressive with my fiance after drinking <sighs> too much. We have now decided we don't want him or his new wife at our wedding next year. We hope to just drift away from them. 
Unfortunately, Al has realized that he hasn't received a save the date and repeatedly texts my fiance that he wants to go out with him to talk. We know he's going to ask about his invite, and he'll probably expect one because he invited us to his wedding. Are we justified in excluding him? How would you handle this? Tough spot. If uh, he got drunk and fought you at his wedding, yes. Yeah, just you say, are justified in hey, saying I no. Didn't, I didn't receive the save today. It's because we didn't send you one. Yeah. Yeah. Why a, not? There's because a very good you, reason for that. Because you tried to fisticuffs me at your wedding. Yeah. I decided to avoid that. And I paid $60 a plate, and you brought in Marper Jr.'s. I don't have a problem with that at Actually, all. Actually, I think that's just fine. Uh, oh, man. maybe I, Okay, maybe this is one of the weird things I'm sensitive about. If somebody brought that, you two are coming to my wedding if you bring fast food. You better hope there ain't a Chick-fil-A within three blocks. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> Actually, there is. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what? I'll keep it in the back room, I promise. I mean, you didn't make it personally. Why is that offensive to you? Yeah. I don't know. I just feel weird. Like, I paid for your meal. Yeah, I here's did. the deal. If your wedding, uh, if you would have said, look, you got to bring your own dinner, I'd have been fine with it. So it's you that's put this chip on your shoulder, not me. Uh, well, I well, actually, so I would put it this way: if on the day, if if your wedding day could otherwise be tainted by the fact that someone brought fast oh. food, you are focusing on the no, wrong agreed. thing. No, agreed. No, it wouldn't ruin my. I, it would throw me off, Great. and I would be like, "What the heck is yeah, going on right so. now?" But <laughs> it's not like I'd probably remember it as a funny store for the story for the rest of my life. Yeah, dude. But like in the moment, I'd just be like, "Dude, I I, I like hand selected the food that's coming to your plate, and you made a huge mistake." <laughs> And yeah, you just you went and got McChickens. You should have sold Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Chick-fil-A's been cooking oh, chicken man. all these years. Maybe I need to call my fiance and go, hey, love, we need to figure out if Chick-fil-A can cater our wedding. They do. Yeah. <laughs> we just give everybody a $5 voucher. Yeah. I'd get uh, Chick-fil-A sauce <laughs> and get a couple sandwich. sandwich. Do, do, do a tub of nuggets oh, man. where people got to hey, scoop chicken actually, nuggets out of there. Actually, here's the deal. So my, my fiance's family, is, is so we're doing this classic wedding. The, the colors are black and white. It's supposed to be super fancy is, is what they want, right? Apparently. I belong here. Poor, <laughs> I have an outfit. <laughs> as I say that to two of my groomsmen. <laughs> I don't have an outfit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get you, we'll get you taken care of. Uh, but, like, uh, apparently pouring your own drinks isn't classy. Oh. Do you guys agree with that statement? What do you mean? Like pouring your own drinks isn't classy. Like having a having a beverage station that you can go and take part in is not classy enough. Well, so but I, here's the deal: he, the remedy is not to actually get a bartender. The remedy is to pay dudes to sit there and pour out of pitchers. I mean, that's essentially a bartender. That's a bartender. <laughs> Oh, what I, I, sound, I mean is in like what? Sorry, that's fair. They just what sound what I mean is that, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, they're not like mi- they're not like mixing cocktails and things like that. that's what I meant. Outfit. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have an outfit, Dan. So, yes. So here's what I would say to that: I, I don't think pouring your own drinks doesn't make it non-fancy to me, but having someone pour your drinks does contribute to fancy. Really? It makes it more formal. I mean, yeah. I guess yeah. I didn't see that. I at don't. All. Yeah. I like it would not throw me off. As a matter of fact, I've been to some pretty fancy events of yeah. where I had to get my own thing. And it didn't feel like a thing at all, right? Uh, but but then again, uh, if you if you're going for fancy, I think you would notice. Bucking up a little bit might be better. Here's the deal: I, I don't like the judgment coming from the guys pouring a drink. True, yes. Like I'm like, hey, give me another Dr Pepper, Carl. And here I am, six minutes later, looking for another one. And he gives me the judgment. Right, on. exactly. Like, Look, I drink more Dr Pepper than you. Okay, get over it. <laughs> no, give this me was like glass. this was a thing. Is to like you will not have people pouring themselves drinks. Oh, it yeah. will not happen. That's not fancy. Are they going to have help in the bathrooms? Because that's when you're really getting formal. Oh, uh, yeah. I certainly hope yeah. not. If you have a towel, man. <clears throat> ben, what are you doing September 26th? Yeah. You uh, need a guy that makes uh, <clears throat> noises just to make sure people wash their hands. Like when they try <laughs> to leave, 
He goes, <clears throat> here's the deal. That's you two. You two will be the talent dudes that go. <clears throat> no, no. Ben will be the guy inside. I'll be the guy outside that waits for the uh hum. And if a guy comes out within 10 <laughs> seconds of that, I'll know he didn't do hey, it. I'll, I'll get it on. Hey, you, Mike, you can run some of the drinks, and I'll be I'll be in the bathroom, <laughs> and I'll walk you talking to you. So plaid shirt, no washy. Yeah, no washy. <laughs> Six feet, bro. Oh, that's great. <laughs> get away from the Dr. Pepper. I'll throw your drink hey, to you. Can I be the drink guy? Because actually that will keep the judgment eyes from coming out. <laughs> Yeah. One for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pour my own drinks the whole night. I'm no gonna, problem. I'm gonna pour this myself because I mean, I'm an American. Because <laughs> it's American. Oh, that's great. That's great. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have occurred to me to have someone pour. If, if you're not gonna have a bartender, which we didn't, if, mm -hmm. I, if yeah. I remember correctly. <laughs> uh, in fact, I don't think I even paid for food. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. What? The, the only thing that I dislike about having people pour the drinks is it makes the whole thing take longer. Uh, yes. Like if you have, let's say you only have two guys. Right then, it, the line starts to clog up, and, I, and then I spent like eight minutes getting six drinks for my entire family. Right, and now I'm all tied up at the at the beverage station where I could have just been up there and back already. Yep. But I had to wait for the fancy man to pour it just yeah. so he he can look fancy. Everything like, else is buffet style. But I you just can't want pour the orange drink. juice and and the water and the coffee, and then I gotta go. I don't need you to pour it individually. Oh for me. yeah, that's actually even worse because if you go fill up your buffet and let's say you walk by to the drink table, now you gotta wait for him. You're sitting there holding all your stuff. It gets heavy. Yeah, I mean, I and do, cold. You have to that go is put a it down. Combination, like, well, like so. So the, we're doing the buffet style after yeah. the first round is done. So they're going to sit there. The food. They're going yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to sit there and they're going to like serve food for us for the first like round of people coming through. Oh, gotcha. Like the first round for everybody, yeah. and then once everybody gets seated, then they'll like, stop. Oh, it's man. come on back, get whatever food you want oh. to. Yeah, for seconds. Right. Like yeah. That. Well, and I mean, I get I that too because if you you get a dude like me that's going to walk up, I'm like, hey, man. I'm gonna take as much of that as this plate can handle. Yeah, make sure everybody gets. It, which yeah. is totally fair. I've been to, I, obviously I would never actually do that. I would do that in my house, not at a wedding. But like I've been to weddings before. <laughs> You'd I'm, look around the living room. <laughs> hey everybody, <laughs> I'm going back for seconds. You know, as I said that, I thought to myself, this is the dumbest thing I could. I do this at my house all the time. I'll pour I, my own orange I, juice, I, Javier. I only fit. <laughs> Sally, you wait. Oh, on. man. Oh, man. I literally, I, those words were coming out of my mouth, and I thought to myself, just grabbing them. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Come back, come back, come back. <laughs> no, I, was, I meant from the perspective of getting enough food that, like, would be ridiculous because it's my house. Wait, but, like, is, is at a wedding, I've never done. everybody. I still hunger. <laughs> you need to prepare for this marriage thing, though. I mean, it's going to happen soon. You, you what? As in, I won't be alone? Yeah, no, that's that's totally fair. There, I'm already working on my etiquette of living at the house to make sure it's like... Well, honey, you go first. No, I'm totally... I'm trying to figure out... Uh, I'm trying to figure out the toilet seat now. That's right. Your I'm trying goes, to figure... I'm please literally... don't refer to me as everybody. <laughs> just go get second. Hey, everybody, everybody got in first already? Hey, Sweetheart, it's just me sitting at the dining room table. Yeah, just everybody in? Okay. It's my good. story of successful parenting right here. You mentioned the toilet seat. My girls did not know it was a thing that guys left their toilet seat up. Oh. Never heard, they so you never, did all right. They never in their life had known that until they got married. And they're like, and then that's they're, because they lived Maybe in the that's house not good parenting because you, you didn't prepare best. them for that. <laughs> what? I said, maybe not good parenting then because you didn't prepare them for that. That could be that. Yeah, you could, that could uh, be an argument. No. Flip it other way. <laughs> what is he going to do? Pee on the seat on the way out? <laughs> you, need to, you need to be prepared <laughs> for this. <laughs> you need to be prepared for this, Let man. me get some on the floor. Hang on, everybody. Who peed, peed on, the on the seat, seat. again? <laughs> I did it to teach you a lesson. Hey, well, that's terrible. I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, it wasn't maybe four or five years ago. I just, um, uh, this wasn't a particular problem in my house, but I just started shutting the thing all the time. Because, I was really worried about where that story was uh, <laughs> I didn't know where it was going to end. I just peed on the floor. No. 
you did it. <laughs> I, I was thinking it was going to be ended like, I'm a sit-down peer now. Don't uh, worry about <laughs> No, hey, but we're trying to teach. So so uh, we, I, got, I got four kids. The youngest is a dude, and he's like he's like 18 months old, almost 20. And so anyway, we're trying to teach him to pee, and the problem is everybody pees sitting down except for me. And so the people who are around him all day to help him go to the bathroom have him sit. And, like, he obviously can't stand uh, – yeah. he, 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 Johnny Weissmuller is it everywhere, right? So you got to – uh, so he sits down, and so uh, we were out outside, and he said uh, he said he had to pee, which is pretty good for like a twenty month old kid. He's doing a good job, but like when we said okay, it's okay, go ahead and pull down his pants, he sat down, and then he peed on himself because he was trying to do it like a fool. Oh, and like I tried to oh, keep picking him up, and he kept like putting the weight in his butt. Like yeah, he was like, yeah. I know, I know, I'm supposed, I know to, what I'm supposed to do. What do you know, Dad? Yeah. So then I have to go. This is the thing, the w- weird things that dads have to do. I have to pee, and so I go, Hey, man, come on in here. And like I say, watch this. See, this is what I appreciate. Watch my go. This is why I hang out with you guys. (laughs) The constant berating for my outfits is worth it as long as I learn little snippets like this. Yeah. Like if I have a mix uh, uh, of dudes and ladies, then I got to figure out how this potty train thing works being the dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't want them taking it in from outside parties. Yeah. And (laughs) that's a valid point. Yep. Hey, man, I didn't even think about that. How to pee. (laughs) Yeah. That's a thing you got to teach your kid. Yeah. What? Everything. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Especially if you want to that means he's right. going to learn stuff that I do. Yeah. I have I have, I have, a legit Tourette's tick that I do. I'm terrified everything. that my kids are going to pick up on. I'm horrified of that. Because it's stupid and embarrassing, and I hate it. But like, I'm afraid my kids are going to be like, hey, Dad does this. Let's do Oh, man. No, It'll you, be subconscious. They won't even know they're doing no. it. They just, that's I know. Just that's what worries me. Yeah. When oh, they get to be three, man. you should make yourself a deal that like I am going to floss every day. Between their ages of we'll three and four, it like it. and I it will make floss. it, and they will believe that they should floss, and then you can quit yeah. by the time they turn four, and they'll keep it up their whole life. You know what you could do, Mike? Floss. No, that's gross. Oh, why would you do that? That's a waste of money. Yeah, and what? it hurts. It hurts me. What? Yeah. You fellas floss before? You see the grossness? Grossness that's there? I use fishing line. Fine, as long as you're getting in there. No. Yeah, I, don't. I don't know how we got on no. this. Ben hey. splatters food at the mirror and stuff. Yeah, I don't really do it. It's three against one. I've lost some. No. <laughs> no. I, I, should, hold, I told, I told a lie earlier. Yeah. <laughs> hold I, I can't honestly say it. Hold up. That's like the dude saying, yeah, I read the Bible. Yeah. yeah. I take the free one from the dentist. Like, thanks, man. <laughs> now I can throw this away at my house. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I was just not expecting this to be. A th- you can't get at me. We did. We did, had the toenail conversation last week. It's not that weird that I'm hey, bringing up flossing. We need to get back to this wedding, man. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, no, don't you don't invite him. But well, hold on. Bova, I got a question for you on your wedding. Yeah. Do you have uh, – is that a pass then on your on your diet? Oh, that's a good question. So, uh, no, uh, for, I haven't fully decided yet. Okay. There are going to be options that are kind of Whole30 for me. Yep. Um, but the first time in five months that I actually cheated, if you will, call it that, on Whole30 was to try the food uh, that our caterer was bringing out. Um, but you're I, not sure on the day of. Yeah, I, I, well, no, I'm going to eat – a little bit, but probably not like a full pass. Do you like want a gonna... Chick-fil-A sandwich? That's what I'm yeah. asking you. Do you no, want me and no, Mike to bring no. you one? Actually, my intention is to never eat fast food again for the rest of my life. What oh. if I tell him to cook a real Chick- slow? Now, hold on. Chick-fil-A is not in the same category. As, as... in drive through is what I mean. From the I'll, I'll go into the lobby. From the fast food. Yeah. I mean, we'll go get it through normal so, cashier th- means. Th- it's, it's a total fair thing. with my. Br- so the way, that, the way that I've been kind of the worst possible scenario when it comes to food uh, I have to be super strict in weird ways and a lot mm. of it is mental stuff that doesn't actually make a lot of sense to people mm. right. that aren't like within my brain one of which is to kind of cut out all all fast food 
It's you, defenses. Any, exactly, yeah. and it's drive-throughs. It's any drive-throughs because I will convince myself that as long as it's not a major fast food chain, then it's fine. <laughs> if it's, it's a mom and pop, here's the deal. With yeah, a it's straight up. It's dumb, and you laugh, and it's perfectly acceptable to laugh. But that's exactly how my brain will, will, will hit it. Mm-hmm. Now, I will Health go. House on eighty six has a drive-up. What does Health House? What's the right. health house? And that's what, so does so does Fit Kitchen. There's a couple of Fit cool. Kitchens that have it's them. Really good. There's a couple smoothie places it's that are good, healthy stuff that yeah, I, I like technically speaking, I can go to to a restaurant. That's but it's a, fast a fence, food place and, and you're like, look, man, exactly. if I give myself an in here, I'm going to take the whole. And it's thing, all so. yeah, exactly. If I if I give myself anything on that, I'll start going. When does the slope end to where? Uh, it was actually for a while that I kept telling myself I haven't eaten fast food in years. But the truth was, I hadn't eaten McDonald's specifically in years. But I told myself it was fast food. I was eating at Burger King. I was eating at Wendy's, Arby's, Culver's, Bebop's, everything. But I told myself, I don't eat fast food. Right, that's not even viable. Right, exactly, because I don't go to McDonald's, which was a stupid thought process. It was incorrect. Exactly, right? It was wrong. We know John. He's Bebop's guy. (laughs) Right, yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. I know that guy. Exactly. He was in in my youth group for a while. He was one of the leaders. Um, But no, yeah, it's, it's a weird thing for my brain. But So I'll probably give myself a little bit of a pass. I haven't really decided how much of a pass, though, and that's something I've actually been praying about and talking to Gianna about um, is to make sure that I know that because I don't want it to be a day that's You'll me have sitting there. Well, and so day. I'm a straight-up food addict, and there's no doubt about that. You guys know that. I've talked about that pl- countless times in the show to the point that I don't want to be looking forward to my wedding because I can cheat on the Whole30. I don't want that to be something that's anticipatory for me. Okay, Mike, that's just two chicken sandwiches. Got it. Chick-fil-A I'll buy them for you. Fries, well done. Hey, is that true? Will you just purchase them? Yes, the there's meal. a Chick-fil-A at the Miracle Mile, and I know exactly where it's at in in, in, in proximity to the actual wedding. I, is, is it going to offend people? I don't want to offend people, but I do like It's going to offend my, my wife, yes. Someone uh, will have to get your drink for you. Uh, yeah, literally, literally yeah. we got into a little bit of a tizzy about, I said it's ridiculous to pay college students to sit there and and give out drinks. How much are you paying them? I have no idea. Well, then... Uh, you don't oh, yeah, have I enough think the number does matter. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know what's funny is, is, is my fiance is amazing because that's exactly what she brought up. She goes, babe, you're literally not paying for it. And I'm like, I know, but it's the principle. She goes, stop on principle. It's ridiculous. You're not paying for it. It has no effect on your life. If they want to pay for it, pay for it. Are they going to preload some of the, some of the drink options? Or is it just pour? Like, I, I would hope up? so. Will you have decaf coffee? Yeah, yeah, we will. And if if there's a pe- lot of us drink coffee and decaf. Now going back to that, if you if you if you're going to buy the sandwiches, I'm going to move the number back up a three, <laughs> in case I want a little extra. <laughs> yeah. So you two and pants, because remember, pants will be there too. I'm just saying that that's like, going to be six sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't. With, you're right. With the after dinner rush, I, it, you, you want to go at least three or four deep on these cups, right? And have three <laughs> or four. It take one family to wipe out the whole supply, and then it'll clog the lineup forever. Yeah. And while you're trying to do a dollar dance, there'll be 15 dudes in line waiting for soda, and you'll lose half your money. You yeah. don't want that. That's a weird way to put that. Yeah, half tell, your money. Tell, tell them to go four to, four to six deep. Yeah. <laughs> that just, I mean, I'm just saying you can put them in fancy cups, or you could hide them underneath a sweet napkin. Uh, but, I mean, I would get a little bit of a, a, little bit of a buffer. Yeah, a little bit of a lead. Yeah. One, yeah. One, one family will tear you out. No, then, agreed. Yeah. Then you're stuck. Yeah, I, especially the families that are coming to my wedding. Exactly. <laughs> It'll be like 15 people families. Oh, no. I thought you were just saying I take three sodas at a time, and I do. <laughs> Dang, well, okay. That, both that wasn't both about ways. Me. Both ways. Mike takes three sodas at a time, yeah. and I got other families that are coming that literally I have ten kids. A lot of soda. Okay. This is going to be fun. I'm excited to go to this wedding. Well, that makes me happy. What was our advice to inviting this guy? Just no. That's no. It. Don't invite him. Don't He's invite a schmuck. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's your wedding. 
I mean, here's his the name's thing. Crawdad, and he's a schmuck. I think you lo- you used to run a lot of these streets with him, and now you're just looking at him like you're embarrassed of him. And you and him used to do the same stuff. You moved on, and he didn't. Yeah. So I mean, I got I'd say you watch your judgment finger a little bit, but like, yeah, if you don't want him there, at the end of the day, isn't that enough? You don't want him there, so say no. He'll go. Well, why not? Because you're drunk and you cause trouble. Screw you, man. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> now we can stop texting each other. Yeah, just, I mean, just be honest. Well, I understand. Just tell them the truth. Hey, man, you're a lot of trouble. No, I'll behave. No, you've already had the opportunity to behave, Al, and you tear it up. So, no, it's not going to work out. Secular advice. Secular says, the problem with having a self-serve beverage department <laughs> opposed, your fiance should handle it by giving Al a straight answer. He doesn't have to see him. A phone call will do. Your fiancé should state clearly that Al isn't being invited to the wedding because he can't hold his liquor and has made a scene at each wedding he's attended. He should also be told that until he gets help for his alcohol problem, the two of you no longer wish to maintain the friendship. It's the truth, and the truth will set you free. Nice platitude. Hmm. Mm. You want to do one more? We'll go quick. Okay, quick. You're live from the past. My husband quotes Howard, and I have been married 42 years. A couple years ago, his father asked me to divorce Howard, which I did not do. His father died recently, and we had learned he had disinherited Howard. My husband is crushed, and now I don't know how to handle this. Howard's brother yelled at my husband and said, if your wife got your her hands on that money, you would not see a penny of it. I understand why you would think that. Howard and I have a good relationship and do not live above our means. That said, my husband's brother and sister never liked me, and I do not understand why. I've never done anything intentionally to harm them. Well, you also didn't say whether you did something unintentionally to harm them. I feel like the bottom line is, had I divorced Howard when his father asked me to, this might not have happened. My husband is hurt, not only by his father's death, but also by being disinherited, and I, don't, I do not know what to do. So long story short was, is the dad hated you so much, he said, I want you to divorce my son. And when, your son did not, when his son did not divorce you, he went in and took him out of the will completely? Yes. Yeah, but, but it doesn't appear that he talked to his son. No, I'm, it sounds like he, he just said that wife. first. You think so? I think he did first. That's why he's mad at the son, because the son didn't do it. And, so and then he went to the lady? So he tried to get the wife. Mm. And the brother I'm fine and the with being disinherited from that father. No, I mean, the cash would be nice. but Well, uh, agreed, but yeah. still, I'd rather have my wife. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd go on. You, gotta, you just got to get on. I mean, so, doesn't something sound a little afoot here? The dad hates her. The brother hates her. The sister hates her. She's like, I have no idea what's going on here. I've always been perfectly fine to everybody. I've always found myself uh, really getting along with a lot of the Disney villains. Right. To the point where <laughs> your dad chucks you out of the will? I mean, that seems a bit strong. Some dads are rough. Yeah. I mean, what was the question even? I don't even understand what the question yeah, How was. do I deal with how this? Deal with it? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what to do. Well, I mean, what do you want to do? You I'm can't resurrect There's literally nothing on. you can do. Nothing can be changed. You go with your life. You can't control people. And right. Every once in a while, you laugh about it in 10 years, and you go, man, that would have yeah. been nice to have that money. Just yeah. people being people. <laughs> people. Just people. Just yeah, I mean, people. unless you're a lottery winner or the witch of Endor, there are no corrections in this story. Yeah. yeah. The ship has sailed. That's done. I mean, I could tell you, as someone who has been disinherited and obviously hated by the other family, I have no idea why, because I'm a pretty nice guy. True. What do you do? I guess it is what it Dan, is. Dan is the walking walking situation. He says, uh, I, I really don't know. Yeah. You just force yourself to forgive. I mean, take a day and be upset about it. And then, it'll uh, take a year. Take a year. Yeah. A year and a half. Yeah. But then it'll come back once in a while anyway. Like right now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean. Dan, just find yourself a I nice mean, outfit. I mean, it, it is. It, so that is a super, that seems super hard. 
Yeah. Uh, to, 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 to learn that someone disliked you that much. Uh, like, like the consequence of, of, of a lack of money is one thing. But, like, whatever was behind that, you're like, yeah. what? So that's a lot of that has to just suck. There's a root there somewhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. like, you cannot resolve either of those things. Like, like yeah. that's you. Like, there's a finality to uh, someone taking an action like that that you you can't you can't talk through. You can't try to sort out. You can't even if like if they're wrong, you can't fix it. If you were wrong, there's no apologizing. It's just done. Yeah. And it it really puts you in a rough spot. So because I, I, I would initially, if I hadn't gone through this, thought, oh, okay, she's not telling us something. You right. know, she's really a jerk. You know, she does a lot of. Under, it's like. Maybe I am too, but, but like, <laughs> we never had any disagreements. There were never any. We just all got along, as far as I knew. And then that's just it. Disinherited. Set, oh, by the way, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that that's is, possible. That is possible. And, and if that's the case, and that's where she thinks it is, you just move. You just go out. Don't let it. Do not let it control your life. Well, right. I mean, basically, what she's suggesting is, is like. Should I have just divorced him and then my husband would have got the no. money? Because that's what he wants, the money and not me? That's what the dad wanted. That's what the dad... And he thought that was going to be a motivation enough. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't. Nope. You are more valuable than the money. Yeah. You are. Your relationship is. Yeah. Uh, the fact that you that your life, uh, your autonomy is. The fact that your life will not be controlled by someone who's going to dangle money in front of your face and go, will you do something you would never do for this? Yeah. No, I will not. Yeah. And, and anybody that would offer me that is someone I don't really want to get on board with having to follow anyway. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, that's the last person you want to give control to. The type of yeah. person who wants that kind of control over your life is the very last person you should ever accede to. I don't care what's on the other side of the stick. Because then there'll be another thing. Yeah. Now they know your price. That's right. Yeah. You know, You're, there'll be something next. I'm not going to use the word, but Boova knows what I'm thinking. Yeah. You accept that money? You are a W. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yes, you are a witch of Endor. Segular <laughs> yeah. says, the one thing you should, quotes, not do is blame yourself for any of this. The only winner in this scenario appears to be the brother. Whether he poisoned your father-in-law's perception of you or vice versa, I cannot guess. But the, the dynamics in Howard's family are so toxic, it may take the help of a licensed therapist to cleanse the wounds with you and your husband are left with. The slightly tarnished silver lining is is that you have each other, which is more precious than money. Please accept my deepest sympathy. I've seen some marriages where I thought, that's not more precious than money. No. <laughs> no, I'd sell that in a hot minute. Who's this, Ben? Yeah, if it's I a, had a half-rotten papaya, I'd trade you. Yeah, that's a goodwill marriage. <laughs> oh, man! Wow! I, I didn't say it out loud. A half-rotten papaya. <laughs> Uh, you've been listening to Life from the Path. We apologize. For uh, <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us this week. Uh, this is I, complaint line stuff, people. 515-517-0085. More bacon or not? <laughs> That's the question. And anything else that might be on your mind. Hey, I ran into Bob Eisenhower today, and I told him uh, that he sponsors the complaint line unbeknownst to him, and he got a kick out of it. Oh, good. So, <laughs> just, you know, Bob Eisenhower is every ounce of a good dude that we think it is, and he enjoys the fact that he got the complaint line. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the uh, give a call or a text to the Bob Eisenhower complaint line, 515-517-0085. He said he's going to try to stop in here as soon as, uh, soon as the storm dies down on this COVID business. No. We'll see old Bobby in. No, he, he's a nice man, and he kind of half means that, but there's like a million other reasons not to come in here. I tried to teach him that. Uh, maybe, hey, maybe we'll have him listen to this show, and he'll be like, ah, you know what, you guys are right. You guys are right. I should probably stay <laughs> maybe away. Maybe I should stay I home. distance myself a little bit. All I right. should probably drop that name off of that uh, Eisenhower uh, 
Play life. Uh, all right. In the meantime, be faithful in the means. God will handle the ends. You've been listening to Live from the Path. <laughs>